Well, I am very excited about what we're beginning this morning. I believe I've mentioned already a time or two, but my plan for the vast majority of uh, this upcoming year will be for us to make our way through the Gospel of John. I don't know that we'll actually read every verse. I know I won't preach verse by verse or line by line. Um, Neither will any of us, at least I, will not uh, conclude 2022 as some sort of an expert on the depth of John's gospel. However, however, my prayer is that we will learn to recognize some of the themes of the gospel and the overall flow and message that uh, the author uh, used some 2,000-some years ago as he presented the story of Jesus. He made clear at the end of the uh, book why he wrote. He says in chapter 20, verse 30, And truly, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written, that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. We could probably say we've made it halfway through uh, that intention. We have uh, each uh, professed our belief in Christ, You may remember from John chapter 10, Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and have it abundantly. So my prayer for 2022 is that through the study of John's gospel, we would uh, experience what that life in the name of Jesus entails. I hope it's a helpful study for you. While there will be times within our services that we will read a significant chunk or consider a significant chunk of uh, of uh, gospel uh, chapter one you may think you may think by the time we're finished with chapter one pastor how in the world are we going to make it through in 2022 if you spend this much time in one chapter so bear with me through chapter one chapter one uh, has a, 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 a I think a lot of the themes that we're going to see throughout so we're going to take our time a little bit on chapter one and then we'll really begin uh, to, to, to pick up speed. Oh God, we pray that as we begin this journey into uh, uh, this great gospel, that you would give us wisdom as we read. Maybe you would call us to uh, study outside of our time together. Whatever the case may be, God, may, uh, may you speak clearly to us through this great um, account of who Jesus is, why he came, and what he accomplished uh, during his time on earth. We ask this in his name. Amen. So here we go. John 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men, of all people. Other translations say, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. Somehow, it has already been almost a month since Christmas. Here we are, January 23rd. The days are getting longer. You notice that already? Uh, typically, uh, I, I, I've been 
I've told you all before, working from home, so I'm usually home when my crew arrives back home a little after 5 o'clock, and there was a couple weeks there where it was dark by the time they got home, and now it's not quite as dark, so we're making, we're making progress. If we can make it through February, <laughs> I was talking to somebody yesterday, and said, boy, February, it was such a short month. It's, it's, a, it's a tough one to get through with the cold and everything in Kansas City. After, after the holidays, I'm ready for, well, shoot, I'm ready for baseball, to be honest with you, but we'll, 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 we'll watch the Chiefs and, and, uh, and those guys, hopefully for a couple more weeks. But here we are already a month since Christmas. The opening chapters of Matthew's and Luke's Gospels were uh, kind of our focus as we prepared for and celebrated the arrival of Jesus. And, and those open, of course, as you know, with angelic visitors and grungy shepherds. There are mangers and magi with gifts. These verses in those Gospels provide a foundation for Jesus' early life and the accounts provided by Matthew and Luke. But John takes a very different approach. The beginning of Jesus in the account of John isn't Bethlehem. It isn't an announcement to Mary in Nazareth. It predates all of that in the beginning. In this time, even before creation, John is explaining to his readers and to us today that Jesus existed. John's opening verses indicate that God existed within the Trinity. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. If those opening words in John sound vaguely familiar, in the beginning, boy, it seems like there's some other book that opens that. Yes, Genesis. <laughs> Genesis. In fact, in our English translations, Genesis and John begin with the exact same three words, in the beginning. The Genesis text goes on to describe God speaking the world into existence. The, creative, or the creativity of God is seen in the variety contained in earth. And not even to mention the galaxies of space. And to think, all of this was created by God's Word. But jumping back to John's Gospel, we see that the Son had a role in that process. All things, John says, were made through Him, and without Him, nothing was made that was made. Now, just to kind of connect dots that are probably already connected for you, who is He? Who is He talking about? He is the Word. The Word, as John introduces him in John's Gospel. The one who was in the beginning with God and was God. Not some secondary God or partial God, fully God. So to keep us on the same page, John wants the connection between his opening words and those of, at that point, the only Holy Scripture the Old Testament, the Pentateuch, Genesis. John wants the connection to be clear. He starts his gospel the exact same way. In the beginning, God created in Genesis, 
in the beginning was the Word in John. So in Genesis, it is God's spoken Word that resulted in revelation through the message of creation. Do you remember this verse from Romans? I don't know if I can... I always misjudge how... uh, Here, we'll do like that. There we go. This verse from Romans, for what can be known about God is plain to them. From Romans 1, because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of of the world. See if I can go back down here. In the things that have been made. And then he goes on to say, that because of that, even creation leaves us without excuse in recognizing that there is something that exists, that we come from something, and as a result, we have an account to give of how we live our lives. In the beginning, Genesis In the beginning, God's spoken word had the effect of communicating to men and women that God created. And as a result, truths about who God is. Well, let's jump back to John. In the beginning was, here's a little Greek for you. Jonah and Elijah are working on Latin. You guys know any Greek or not? So luckily, Greek is read, unlike Hebrew, Greek is read from left to right. Some of you may recognize that first letter if you uh, sororities and fraternities sometimes. Lambda, lambda. So that's the the L sound. And and then O, Omicron, uh (laughs) uh-oh. And then the, the one that looks like a Y, that's G, the G sound, and then O, So, Lambda, Omicron, Gamma, Omicron, S, because I can't, I think it's C. Logos. Logos. In the beginning was the, the Greek word that John uses, Logos. Word. This was a word that would have been weighted with meaning in the culture into which John wrote it. We know, and we've talked about how the Romans, the Romans ruled at the time, but the influence of the Greek culture, which had been overthrown by the Romans about 120-ish year, 150 years before Christ, most people still spoke Greek. So the language remained Greek. John says, in the beginning was the Logos. What does that mean? We don't really know exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely a philosophical word, and as is true of most philosophical words, it could mean a lot of things. The way we've translated it from Greek to English primarily is word. But th- think of this. Think of this. I was thinking about this this week. It's been a little while probably since this phrase has been really used all that much, but you you know what it means. If somebody came up to you and said, what's the word? What's the word? 
What, they, what are they asking? They're asking, what's the, what's the message? What is, what's being communicated? What's going on? Probably how I would say that today. So in, in John using logos and identifying Jesus as the word, what he is saying is that Jesus is the underlying overarching purpose, message from God. His history is eternal. His presence is transformative. He is a message from the divine about all of the most important things in life and death. So in God's word, initial revelation, initial word, resulted in creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The second word, the logos of God, is the second step of revelation. The word resulting in creation was general. The word resulting, or uh, the logos arriving in Jesus was specific. Jesus as logos is more than a representative of God. He is God. Adam and Eve, created by God's word in Genesis, fell, of course, and felt the, the shame of sin. And as a result, they tried to hide from God and the distance that disobedience created broke fellowship. But in the initial verses of John's gospel, we immediately glimpse that within the story of Jesus, there's potential and even certainty for all of that to change. As John says, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The darkness of sin and deception of trying to hide has given way to light that shines in the darkness. Along with identifying who Jesus is, the Word, God, John is certain, even in the opening words of his gospel, that Jesus' revelation will result in victory. The light ushered in by the Logos shines in the darkness, and the darkness loses. One more little word study for you. Rather than the Greek word Logos, here's a more familiar English word. Logo, right? Hey, almost a transliteration, a direct, uh, a direct translation from the Greek to the English. A logo is a graphic mark, emblem, or symbol used to aid and promote public identification and recognition. What are there, 15 of those up on the screen? I bet you we, if we combined our, our, uh, our intellect, we could probably come up with almost every one of those companies by what the picture represents, right? McDonald's, right? I mean, show that. Show that uh, yellow M uh, uh, with a red background all over the world, and people know what it is. I'm not going to go through them all, but that little bird, Twitter. Who would have thought 20 years ago that a oh, little bird would represent this, this massive social media uh, tool for good or bad, right? All of those, all of those pictures, though, are uh, uniquely and specifically tied to their company in order, in order for you to see it and not think, hmm, that F-O-R-D, I wonder what they do, right? 
No. We know. We know. Oh, they, they sell... They sell cars and trucks, and they're an American company, and blah, 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 blah. Just by the logo. The connections have been made in your head to say, oh, yeah, that's, that, that is what that picture is about. That is, their, that is their product, or that is what they can offer. It's meant to create an immediate association from a symbol to a company. You know what Jesus is? Not to simplify it too much. But he's a type of logo. Hmm? He's a type of logo in that his life was meant to reveal for public identification the kingdom of God. More than that, he embodied in full what the kingdom was. Jesus as word. Jesus as logos. Jesus as message. What John will identify by laying this foundation, even with what we read about John, I'm not going to go into John the Baptist at all, but he was saying, I, I am just here to, to witness to you who the light is. My, 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 my logo analogy falls apart. It falls apart. Because Jesus doesn't come simply as a logo of God. Jesus is God. Well, we made it through eight verses. We only have 20 chapters and the remainder of chapter one to go. It's a lot to chew on. It's a lot to chew on and to work our way through. But it's a beautiful gospel. It's a beautiful gospel, and I pray that we live, we live as logos for the Word who is God, who came from God and returned to God for a watching, hurting, and dark world.